just eating a birthday cake in a mug thing. Yeah, yeah, just a little mug cake, little snack. I'm I'm actually jealous. Did you I, get uh, a birthday cake this year? No. I'm 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 not super big on all all that stuff. I don't really like tell people, "Hey, it's my birthday." I was convinced your birthday was in a separate part of the year for the first like <laughs> it's like 6 months ten, away. <laughs> yeah, for the first like 10 months we knew each other. I thought your birthday was in March when it's in November. <laughs> Hello, Sam. It is Friday oh, again. Hi, Sam. Indeed. Okay, I'm going to try to see if I can open up the Twitch live stream chat in my browser now that I have a new computer that runs faster. You know what you could do is open it up, pop out the chat like it has an an option to pop it out, and then you can just close the the thing of like, it's actually us on stream and you can have just the chat there. Oh man, I got to log back in. It's got to email me a code. Can't you just go to twitch.tv slash the whatnots? Well, I just went to twitch.tv and I clicked log in. That might have been my problem. I th- I think you don't have to log in. Well, to t- too late. I'm this already, is open I'm, for everyone. I'm already down that road. I'm going to log in and you can't stop me. Melissa is too far gone. <laughs> I'm in the system. I've hacked the planet. <laughs> Sounds good. Welcome, everyone, to episode 77 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. This is uh, the last one we're going to be doing for 2019. Mm -hmm. End of the year episode. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. How are you guys? Are you guys good? I hope you guys out there have been good. How are you, Sam? What's my my pop out the chat button again? Sam, help. Uh, There should be a little gear towards the bottom oh. of the Oh, that's what it is. Chart. Okay, now I yeah, I, I got it. It says pop out. Bam. There we go. Okay. Uh Melissa, how was your week? It was all right. I I honestly, okay. Sunday, Sunday afternoon, we recorded our episode of the review show. Yes. We were talking about Gremlins and Gremlins 2. And I mentioned that there's a scene in Gremlins 2 where two of the characters go to a restaurant, and I noticed upon... I've seen this movie yes, so like many times. but super Canadian restaurant. Yes, yes, that's the joke, is that they're at a Canadian-themed restaurant. And I've seen this movie so many times, but it was only this year that I noticed that real softly in the background, they're playing a song by Canadian singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot, okay. who's an old childhood favorite of mine. You can see that uh, the adult I have become now is grown out of the child who loved obscure 1970s Canadian singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot. Canadian is so 1995. (laughs) (laughs) Who likes Canada anymore these days? (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. Celine Dion, Catherine (laughs) O'Hara, Shania Twain, mini greats. (laughs) So later that day, I went to go see Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Knives oh. Out also has in it? Uh, Chris Evans. It does. It does indeed have him. It is a scene where two characters go to a restaurant and quietly in the background, they start playing a Gordon Lightfoot song. That's this is really like funny. three hours after I just been explaining this to you. I sit down for a brand new movie and it is happening again. <laughs> 
deja vu all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was That's wild. wild. So how how was Knives Out? So I've, it's I've heard, good. I've, I've heard mostly good things. Every once in a while, there's one person who's like, I didn't like it. But most everyone else is, is like, this is like movie of the year. It's good. There's way more to it than you'd think there is. Like everything you see in the trailer is there, but there's like an hour of other stuff that is completely not related that you have no idea it would be doing. Interesting. Very, very surprising movie. Lots of great performances. What's it about? Okay. So there is this man who has written tons and tons of like best-selling crime and mystery novels. He's like the modern like day... <laughs> exactly like you. Kyle, which of your <laughs> novels is your favorite? Uh, the non-existent one. <laughs> so he's, he's like a modern day <laughs> Agatha Christie. He's written okay. all these novels. And he dies. It appears to be a suicide. And all the family is around him mourning. But there is a private investigator who is hired by he does not know. Like, he was sent, like, some cash and a newspaper clipping about the death in the mail anonymously. And he's like, I don't know who hired me, but evidently somebody wants me here to look around and make sure if this really was a suicide or not. And so, and this man has this giant inheritance and all of these assets, like the royalties to all these books and everything. Mm -hmm. And so it's a fight between all of his family members and his beloved nurse, who's kind okay. of you know, pitted against them. Sure. Yeah, so it's like a murder mystery with like a, you know, a very dysfunctional family. Everybody's like a joke of some stereotypical problematic person of today. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. Like it is fun. D Daniel Craig is doing this like Kentucky Fried Chicken ac accent. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he does it well. He's, like, truly committed to it. It seems consistent from scene to scene. He makes it work, but it is a big choice. It's well executed, but it is a big choice. And I'm like, I feel like this should have an intermission for just, like, a couple minutes, like, ten minutes into the movie when he first speaks a line where it's like, okay, guys, mm -hmm. we know this is a lot to take in. Just take some time to yourselves. You know, really contemplate this. Turn to a friend. Discuss this call your pastor, whatever it is you need to do to process Daniel Craig's <laughs> Southern accent. You all ready? Okay. We're going to start the movie again. Okay. Sounds good. I, 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 I feel bad because I, I guess it wasn't, well, no, wasn't this year. It's been almost a year now since I've had movie pass. You remember movie pass? I remember was, you complaining about it. It, uh, so I liked the idea. It was really neat. It was, you know, you pay a certain fee each each month and you could go see as many movies as you wanted. Mm -hmm. And then they kept changing the rules. Oh. <laughs> and then it was like, you can only go see two movies. You can only go see a specific movie. We'll pick the movie <laughs> for you. You're going to watch this small same movie. Enjoy everyone. <laughs> right, yeah. It was just like... They they kept like running out of money and trying to figure out how to like just how to make it work right and 
it was one of those things that I eventually was just like, all right, well, I'm going to have to cancel this because I can't go see any movies anymore because your mm-hmm. service doesn't work. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I, Sam, I think it officially died sometime this year, but I canceled it over a year ago, I think. Um, but yeah, it like, that would have been something I would have gone to go see. Now I'm back to only watching Marvel movies and superhero <laughs> movies like the loser I am. What was the last movie that you went to go see that we did not cover on the reactor core? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think I saw... What was, uh, Ocean's 8. Oh, how was that? It was fine. <laughs> it was good. I mean, it, yeah, it's not super memorable. They didn't need to make it. it it's your standard heist mm-hmm. film, as you would expect the uh, Ocean's films t- to be. And then when they... They show how they did the heist at the end of the film. It almost makes like no sense. Just like <laughs> what? That's that's what happened. Yeah. So it's it's not not as good as Ocean's Eleven. So what are oh, all well. of the oceans ranked? So let's say it's eleven. Oh, I don't remember? Okay. <laughs> I, well, well, that that game failed. <laughs> let's look. I up. saw. <laughs> yeah, what does anybody else think about the ranking of the oceans? Oceans movies oh ranked. <laughs> I was at trivia last night. We won again. We have won at this trivia night the last three times in a row, which is ooh, a daunting streak. And there was a question about, you know, river dance. I know the, of it, yeah. As My the general concept, but also it. there was like a guy who had a special, like a TV special, concert special, something like that, called mm-hmm. River Dance. And it was asking, what is the sequel to this dance special? And their correct answer is Lord of the Dance. But somebody wrote down yeah. that the sequel... <laughs> I, I actually maybe would have gotten that one if I saw it written down. It'd been like, Lord of the Dance, I remember that name. <laughs> but somebody thought that the sequel to River Dance was Ocean Dance. Is it ocean dance? Is it river dance? Or is it? (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's see here. Um. (laughs) According to IMDb, Mm -hmm. Ocean's Eleven got a. 7.8 7.8 stars. The next mm-hmm. highest is Ocean's 13 with 6.9. Ooh, big gap. Ha. Huh. Then we mm. go all the way back to 1960 with the original Ocean's <laughs> 11 with a 6.6. Demonic. Uh, Cursed. Then we get Ocean's 12, which was a 6.5. And then Ocean's 8 was a 6.2 that's actually not so bad 
like 7.8 all the way down to 6.2. That's pretty close. Yeah, like it's not it's not so bad that you're just like, oh my God, this is awful. I don't want to be yeah. here. I'm going to walk out of the theater. It's just like, it, it's decent enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those films. Speaking I seen those in a long time, of though. movies that people don't like. So I went to see Knives Out. This is directed by Ryan Johnson. Right. I decided I'm free later tonight. I'm going to treat myself to a double feature. I'm going to watch Knives Out and The Last Jedi back to back. And except for the fact that Frank Oz... <laughs> except for the fact that Frank Oz surprisingly shows up in both movies, I can't tell they're directed by the same person. They felt very different to me. I'm trying to get a handle on this guy. Like, what are your trademarks? What are your touchstones? And I don't have it yet. I'll have to dive have into the catalog if I want to nail this down. Anything else by Ryan Johnson? I have seen Brick and I have seen Looper. And those two feel similar to each other. And But like, I lose it a little more like... Brick kind of feels like Looper. Looper kind of feels like Last Jedi. But then I go from Last Jedi to Knives Out or Knives Out back to anything else. I'm like, well, well, I'll believe you if it's the same guy. I can't tell. Okay. Except for that Joseph Gordon-Levitt also makes little cameo appearances. Sometimes he's just a voice <laughs> on a phone. He's yeah. busy. Uh, Yeah. I, I, I think I... So I actually haven't seen Looper. But I've I'm seen surprised. Brick. We covered it on an old, old episode uh, bef- before you were involved with the whatnots here. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars is coming out this week. I yeah, a week from now. Well, I will yeah, have seen it. I will know now. which Skywalker rises and how. <laughs> <laughs> so I rewatched Last Jedi, and then the next day, I started watching Force Awakens. I fell uh-huh. asleep, woke up only long enough, completely by wonderful accident, woke up only long enough to hear the Daniel Craig cameo, fell back asleep, woke up around the movie, fell asleep again, woke up around the movie, finished it. And then because I still had the rental, the digital rental for a couple more hours. Then I just mm-hmm. went and fast forwarded through and watched various highlights from the last Jedi again. And then I'm like, I'm going to go back and watch new hope. So I've just been on a, a long sleepy broken up star Wars journey this week. Okay. I was going to say you you, you started at the top and then you, excuse me. I almost ch- choked on my words there. Uh, you started at the top and then worked your way down. Were you like, did did you decide to do the Ryan J- J- Johnson one and then like, oh, I'm going to go back and watch uh, yeah. the first one and then watch the Ryan J- J- Johnson one again and then go see the new one? I didn't have a plan. <laughs> I thought in general I should rewatch some Star Wars Probably at least The Last Jedi and Force Awakens. And I did do that. Okay. In whatever weird order made sense to me. Because I know them all well enough that I don't feel like I have to rewatch them in order. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like I'll get confused. I know how they go. 
I just want to rewatch them in general. So that's yeah. why I'm like, oh, what do I feel like? <laughs> so where do you stand with The Last Jedi? Is that something that matters? Because I know you're not like a super Star Wars fan. I, I like it. It works for me in what I needed out of okay. the movie. I think it's technically pretty impressive. It's beautiful. Good performances. Music. Really neat, like, new visual designs. I dig it. It works for me. But I'm also aware, like, who's who's listening to me? Who's listening to the girl who's like, oh, well, I've seen Star Wars a couple times as an adult, I think. And my favorite <laughs> character is C-3PO, who's nobody's <laughs> favorite character. I mean, people <laughs> like him, but he's nobody's favorite. I... Yeah, so I'm, I'm a, I didn't like it. I remember coming out of it kind of confused, being like, okay, it looked really good. Like, it was beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just, I didn't know how I felt. Like, there were some choices that I was just like, eh, I don't know if I like that or where it's headed mm-hmm. now. Um, but... There was something I saw this week that I don't think I noticed until uh-huh. I saw it this week. Uh, someone on Twitter pointed out that when Ray is out there with Luke and she's training and she's mm-hmm. like she has the lightsaber and she's like fighting yeah. that rock, it's the same fight choreography that kylo does against luke skywalker oh yeah like beat for beat exact same stuff and it's just like interesting that's actually really neat i like that yeah yeah um just because you get to see their parallels and somehow they do Mm -hmm. have some kind of connection uh, that that's one of my favorite parts of the last Jedi, which I know may also be I know in general, Skype. yeah, <laughs> for Skype. I know in general why some people don't like the last Jedi, and like you've mentioned before that you don't like it, but I've never gotten like a specific reason why Kyle doesn't like the movie. So overall, I think there were just some re- really really weird choices mm-hmm. made. I I think it. Ryan Johnson wasn't necessarily wrong to want to Mm -hmm. explore and do all that stuff because Mm -hmm. the first film Force Awakens was kind of just a big reset button like it's basically a new hope beat for beat Um, and it's like hey let's basically tell that same story but with newer characters so we can get people hooked in and then Mm -hmm. movie number two two, we can do what we want and go our own direction uh it just seems like a lot of the things they were setting up in the first film were completely thrown out in the second like it it the the, he he went to go explore things in a manner of uh, like not, almost not having respect for what came before it is what I f- I felt like. Um, I I know a lot of people t- talk about Ray's parents mm-hmm. and stuff, and and it, there was that big mystery of like, oh, it, who is she? Who's who? Who is her parents? Is that imp- important? Maybe not, but 
we don't know and it seemed like you wanted that to kind of be a mystery and then in movie number two it was just like yeah no one cares who the fuck cares about your parents let's move on and it was like like no. you, you could have done that a lot better see this is what i think about it the question of ray's parents is very very important to her and it's not really a question for her like she she was uh left there with Unkar plot when she's approximately like five we see a brief little flashback of her she looks like old enough that like you would remember your parents you'd remember like what their names were you'd remember facts about them they're not these like vague shadowy people that left you as a baby she's like they're coming back for me and it's this search for like and it's not an active search. It's this trust of they're coming back for me. If I wait on Jakku, there they'll be. Oh, no, I have to leave Jakku for like resistance fighting reasons. OK, but I'll hold on to the hope that we will meet each other out there again among the stars. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily like the narrative of the movie is setting up like who's Ray's parents text your vote in today. I I don't think that's necessarily the main plot of like, mm-hmm. hey, we need to figure out who's Ray's parents yeah. are. But so much of Star Wars is about legacy and like who came before you, who was your master, who yeah. trained you, um, all of that stuff. So there is a part of it where it's like, yes, I can see how that would be important. But that's just one thing, right? Like in in the end, I would be totally fine if like, yeah, like who like her parents are no one special. But mm-hmm. it was the way it was presented and handled. It seemed like they like set up your expectations to do one thing, and then was just like, "We'll do." We're like we're I... we're not gonna we're we're not gonna focus on that. I don't think that's the I don't think that's within the film. I think that's the culture around the film that dug so deep into who were Ray's parents. And there's a thousand different conspiracy theory videos out there. So like the audience feels let down when that is not explored in movie two. But you look at Ray, it is that infer that like crux of the information that Ray, you know, look in yourself, admit to yourself. They were nobodies. They they were, you know, they sold you for drinking money. They're nobodies. It doesn't yeah. matter. You're the only one who matters. That's Kylo telling her this. This person who she's built this, you know, for better or for worse, incredibly strong bond with. And maybe it, like, is narratively, ex- meditant narratively to the audience, a little bit of a letdown after they've been wondering about this for, like, three years. But to Ray herself... I think that is an important moment for her. And that is a, you know, it's not the answer she's looking for, but within her own little narrative, I think that works. And that's the confrontation of it that she needs. And I I think you're 100% right. It's more so the way they presented that. Mm -hmm. It's like when it gets down, down down to it, I think at the end of the day, they're trying to say, you don't need to be someone special. To be yeah. a, je- a, je- a, je- a Jedi or stuff like that, but again, it was the the way the scene was handled, the way it was presented, the way that information was brought up so fast and then tossed mm-hmm. to one side. It was like that. You you could have had a really really special moment 
there that meant so much more to people and really nailed that home and i don't think it did but again that's just one small part of of the yeah. whole thing uh there's the mystery of snoke who is snoke where did he come hmm. from <laughs> if, if he's that old and he's that powerful what where was he 30 years ago what what was he d d doing then why wouldn't there be some kind of weird sith thing going on with that because there's the rule of two uh so wh who who's who's this guy huh like <laughs> this makes no sense um, snoke i don't know if i'm if the narrative is 100 percent done with like i'm okay about it i thought he was interesting enough mostly i just like andy circus and i like that snoke had like that cool red chamber and that like gold robe like he's a boxer like i liked those parts of it and i wouldn't mind seeing more of that but like intellectually like i don't i don't need snoke to come back i just like hearing andy circus's voice yeah there's there's weird acting choices uh Mark Hamill has been very vocal of, of like I if mm -mm, like I don't like the choices you're making here. I don't think that's who Luke Skywalker is. Uh, I know more recently, even um, oh god, why am I b blanking on his name? Uh, Finn. Oh, John Boyega. Yeah. He in the past like week or so has has been like yeah I I didn't like a lot of the choices that were were made and so it's it it's kind of this weird thing of like I I respect him for taking the chances that he took mm -hmm. right um it 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 just seems like Star Wars to to to, to have a reception that poor. To a film, you would have think like I, they would have caught some of this beforehand. Of like, we know that Star Wars is notoriously strict on what they do and what they don't do, and what they allow in TV shows and video games and books and comics and all that stuff. So like, it it's it, it's kind of interesting to see like how did this much happen. How did she go to a planet where there's, there's like, there's slavery, and instead of freeing the slaves, she frees the animals instead? I, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> like, there's, it's it just like small I, thing after small she, thing, and it's just like she's. Oh, they. She's busy. Like, she has somewhere... She can't stay... They're on a time limit. They can't just stay on Canto Bite, riding every wrong there. They got big missions. They logistically needed those horse whatevers. And also, like, I imagine the horse whatevers would be in a... I don't know. Like, they're easier to free, and they are better equipped to forage for themselves in the wild than I think those kids might be. I sympathize with the kids. I would like the kids to be free. But I don't know if you turn a kid loose in the wild if the kid is going to be able to, like find food the way an animal is sure yeah I, like and uh, 
again, I'm not saying all of this stuff like should have been big narrative mm. beats. Like she, like she needed to free the children to do X, Y, and Z. No, it, it, it's it's small things that just that was an odd choice. Okay, fine, sure. Let's move on. Okay, that was another odd choice, huh? Okay, well, it's there's no denying it. the movie's weird, but like. This works on me. We've covered this before. We I, This is something I brought up in the um, Spider-Man Far From Home mm-hmm. e- episode of the Reactor Core where I'm like, I was hoping it would be stranger because when I sit down and I pay my money and I get I drive out there and I get in the theater, my attitude is just fuck me up. Just whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm here for it. Take me on a ride. I don't do roller coasters. A narrative roller coaster I can do. Whatever you want. Go for it. This was something with Star Wars where, like, I know it, I like it, I'm interested in it, but it's not, like, nestled deep within my heart and soul. It's not one of the foundations of who I am. It's just, like, a cool oddity I go look at, right? Like, Mm -hmm. my relationship with Star Wars, and I've been doing all this Star Wars stuff, like, this week. I've been listening to a ton of Star Wars podcasts. I'm, like, there's people that are, like, season ticket holders and diehard fans of a sports team. And I'm the person that's like, oh, I'm only interested in baseball when it's the World Series. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) That's me. So I'm like, do whatever you want. I came here for entertainment, not some sort of, like, like, it is heartwarming, and I do like these characters, you know, I, I feel empathy for them, but, like, I don't need anything from them except to be entertained. What entertains me is, like, Just make a wild turn. Go for it. Yeah. I will say yeah, I, the the one thing that does still bug me about uh, <laughs> about The Last Jedi, and this is another like meta narrative thing. They go to Canto Bite. The second you're there, that's a beautiful planet. Everything there is gorgeous. The landscape, the architecture, the people themselves walking around, like the decor of everything, the lavishness of it it is beautiful to look at and the second it's on screen i'm like oh i want to live here and then rose is like this is filled with the worst people in the universe all of these people are monsters this place shouldn't exist so i'm now in this weird quandary of i love the art design of this place i really want to appreciate what all the artists did to make this thing look Mm -hmm. so beautiful whoops I'm not supposed to think it's beautiful. I'm supposed to think it's terrible, but it is beautiful. So I'm stuck in this place where it's like, well, now I feel guilty for appreciating the things, technical though. artwork. Those are I, two different things though. Like recognizing that, Hey, there is some great craftsmanship behind the world design, the character mm-hmm. design, all of that stuff. Just l- loving how it all looks. And then recognizing terrible people when you see them like those are two totally separate things i so like i I don't coruscant like coruscant is pretty but there's nothing about that's like i want to be a coruscant city girl but the second (laughs) core the second candlebite is on the screen i'm like i am about this i want to go there this is my new favorite setting these movies have ever been to and now who do i look like being like I love, I want to live in Canto Bite. Like, I feel like I was, like, boxed Listen, into a corner. You can take corner. it over and show them the way. 
Like they built up the most beautiful thing in the world to sort of like tug the rug out from under you. Like stop thinking it's pretty. Those are ill-gotten gains. Which is, I I think, kind of overall how I feel about the film. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like I was just like, this film is beautiful. It looks amazing. I love it. The the designs look incredible. Okay, I don't like uh, the characteristics of some of the story and stuff like that. Like, right? Like, I, 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 it feels like I had the rug pulled un- from mm-hmm. underneath me, and not in not in a good way. Yeah, I don't and- know how that would be a good thing, but sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, and like I'm, I've always liked it, but I've also been in the position of this is people's heart and soul. Like, I look at Luke Skywalker in this movie and I'm like, okay, I guess this is one option you could take after what I've seen him before. This is interesting. I'll watch this. And every, like, so many other people are like, this is one of the foundations of how, my outlook on the world and how I built my character and how I try to be a hero in my everyday life. And I feel like it's like being messed around with. And I'm like, oh no, uh, I feel so guilty liking something that other people think is bad time after time. I, I've i tried to stay away as much as I could. Sure, I'm not a big fan of the film, but I, I don't I don't want to argue you with people about mm-hmm. it. Like, no, you have to hate this film and you have to hate this film with me. No, if you like it, it's fine. <laughs> Do your thing. Enjoy it. Uh, kind of moving on, though. Uh, Do you have any quick theories of what you think might happen in in uh, episode nine? Rise of the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. I think the there's a the in there. Is it Rise of Skywalker or the Rise of Skywalker? The I don't rise know. Of the Skywalker, the I'm a busy lady. I don't I don't have time to say every the. <laughs> I, I don't have very many theories because, like, I don't have the toolbox to put a theory together. I don't know any of this mythology, any of this lore. Uh, uh, th- somebody will kiss somebody else. Can't tell you the either theory. party involved. Uh, there will be a kiss. There will be one. Um, I don't know. I'm real excited for all the C-3PO we're going to get. <laughs> he is a Skywalker. Anakin built him. He's part of the family he's part of the lineage i wonder if this may have something to do with him you know he's my favorite of all three skywalker siblings he's their big brother he's the Mm -hmm. oldest he's the most responsible okay okay yeah i think something is gonna happen to c3po they're gonna use him to somehow save the day don't know how um because there is that that scene we saw in the trailer he's like i'm taking one last look at all my friends uh i let's see what else do i think i think i think ray's gonna end up being like the lineage stuff is gonna be confirmed so that she is no one you know, yeah. she's not r- yeah. related. Um, but I think they are going to t- turn the name Skywalker 
into the new resistance. Like mm-hmm. you you will be a Skywalker if you join the resistance. The resistance has now changed their name to the Skywalkers. Mhm. Um something like that. Cuz This is what I've heard from everyone. Anybody who has any theory Which, about Rise of Skywalker, it's that one. And so I don't know, like... That kind of makes it like, well, if everyone is thinking of that, are they really going to do that one? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I've heard mm-hmm. other people say that there might be time travel, what? which I don't want. I don't I, want that like, at all. Endgame, like... I feel like there have been enough other stories that have ha- that have rested on time travel. Endgame, that pinnacle rested on time travel. Wasn't yeah, no. very important in the final act of it, but Harry Potter, major time travel thing. I don't know. I just feel like Star Wars is plenty. It doesn't need that trope in it. It's got enough other toys to play with, you know? Yeah. Um, Darth Sidious. Yeah, I have uh, no idea how he factors he, in he there. He lost other his head, than... right? No head. Uh, I actually don't remember how he died. I don't think he got decapitated. <laughs> Do you know that vine where it's like a guy walking around outside and he's on his cell phone and he says, "So no head," and then he slams the phone down on the ground, jumps on a skateboard, and breaks the skateboard. <laughs> I think Is I that have him? seen that. Is that how he died? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I actually don't remember off the top, top of my head how he died. Maybe the, the Night Sisters Star also Wars built family. him a spider body. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> Star Wars. They're all spiders. Yes, Sam. We know. It's not about decapitation. It's about blowjobs. <laughs> Frankly, could be anything. I mean, hey, I'll- what a way to go out, though, right? Getting a blowjob. <laughs> um, like, I... We know that Darth Sidious, his master, if I'm not mistaken, was Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. He... He had figured out to cheat death, so they say. And that's what uh, Palpatine was tempting Anakin with in the prequel trilogy. Which is why he, he or partly why he went to the dark side, because he knew that if Padme died, maybe he could figure out how to raise her back from the dead. So maybe... He figured it out somehow, some way. We also know that there's going to be some kind of new powers. J.J. Abrams said that we will see the Force being used in a way that we have never seen it. Maybe they'll just fly. Like, just fly around. Yeah. I don't don't know. Leia can fly, kind of. Yoda does very big jumps. Flying next evolution. Can they fuse? Can can they do the like fusion? <laughs> and like Ray and Kylo become one person. Oh, like Stevani. 
Uh, let's see. Have I ever <laughs> told you I the tragedy love... for Darth Plagueis the Wise? This would be funnier if you could hear me. Yeah, I, I, I think he said that line in the in the prequels. That mm-hmm. I, I know that's where that c- comes from, Sam. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. You know what I want? What do you back want? in the back in the eighties? Weird Al Yankovic releases the seminal classic Yoda in 1999. Yoda. <laughs> it says I'll be making these movies till the day I die. Oh, I think it's, you know, then they did. They came back. <laughs> they are old and movies were still made. It's kind of poetic. In 1999 or 2000, he comes back with The Saga Begins. He, I don't think he's yet done a Star Wars song for these sequels. All I want, Weird Al song. This is our end credits. End credits. John Williams and Weird Al Yankovic. The combo you've always wanted. I would would actually prefer to see him being a musician playing in one of the bars. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like singing that song. (laughs) <laughs> Stalin on a stump, sitting down on a log. They use that Rogue One technology and he looks like himself from like 1982. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. That'd be good. Uh, one last theory I heard that yeah. I don't think they're going to do is that we might see teenaged Yoda. Because we see Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian, and if uh, these movies take place 30 or so years after that, he'd be 80 years old, maybe? He might be like 12 or 13 in human years. So he's living on the Groot timeline where you are old man, then become baby, then become teen, eventually grow back into man-man. So the child in The Mandalorian yes. is who I'm referring to. That is not actually Yoda. Well, I know it's not Yoda. This is what I've been thinking for several solid weeks, how I wish we had anything. Like, I understand there is no other name we have for this kid, so we just have to call the kid Baby Yoda. But it isn't him. I'm just knowing that narratively, old baby teen. <laughs> uh people are also wondering since he's about 30 years old in the mandalorian or no uh 50, he's 50 50 years prior god i'm sorry i just been... need to stop i just need to stop and think for a second about how that baby is older than the titular mandalorian mm-hmm. yeah that baby's almost older than Werner herzog <laughs> but 50 years old. So 50 years prior in the Star Wars t- timeline would have put it at right about episode two or three. And you know which two other of those species Get were around at around that Yaddle. time. <laughs> Maybe Yoda and Yaddle fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't. That's so crass, Kyle. These are a classy couple. They engaged in magnificent they, galactic coitus. They were like, let's put on some genuine, 
some R&B, get some baby making music on. He puts on Yoda, Y O D A O. You know the joke, right? That like decades and decades ago, before this was a term in like the common vernacular, when George Lucas needed a space version of jazz, he just called it jizz. <laughs> this is. I, it's so immature, never fails to delight me. Never once. It's one of the, <laughs> the most, things I can rely most on in the world. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? Moving on though. Uh, did you see that Wonder Woman trailer? I sure did. What'd Speaking you think? of, I liked it. Chris Pine is back. I liked it too. I yeah. like all the, I like I, all the Chris's. I think I am particularly fond of Pine. I'm a little upset by that trailer, though. As much as I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Chris Pine is in it. It's kind of a spoiler. I remember hearing this a while ago that he was going to be in it. Like, I don't think they're trying to hide it from anyone. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think they're trying to hide it. But that's still, like, it's kind of a spoiler. Or, like, an unspoiler? It's, <laughs> like, it... Because I, I, I guess spoilers for the first film. He dies in that first film. So somehow he's back. Like, I could almost understand it more if that's how they were framing the trailer. Like, the entirety of the thing or the entirety of the movie hey it's mm-hmm. now 1984 and steve trevor is back how did that happen let's figure it out and like that's the film like it not that i would want that film because i think that'd be a lame film but like mm-hmm. the trailer would make more sense that way i don't know See, i just thought it was I, weird to have him in that film leave him out of i it. i looked at it we have diana we have her new best friend, Kristen Wiig, with her big glasses. Mm-hmm. She's living in the 80s. It's bright colors. This is, you know, a year of, like, power, business suits, women on the move. She's going to the mall. This is so many, like, for me, at least, for me, the personal lady that I am, I'm like, look at all these great, like, girly things I love. Malls. Uh, romance and I think that's like I think it's more of a romance thing than a a plot thing that's how I was looking at it at least like yeah oh man you get to have like a cool best friend Kristen Wiig loves you follows you around you wear cool outfits you go to the mall and you get to kiss Chris Pine what a great combo what a fun you know fantasy for me wouldn't I love to do any of these things I don't think the film is well I don't know. I guess back of my mind, I think Chris Pine being back as Steve Trevor is either going to be a genuine thing, and he actually is back. He, he maybe he got Captain America, and he got frozen in some ice thing. Yeah, uh, he's back somehow. The he was able to crash land back at Themyscira somehow. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that will... I guess that wouldn't really be possible because they were in England. 
maybe one of the gods saw him and was just like, you know what? I liked him. Yeah, it's just like Mercury or somebody who's like, I'm going to watch out for you, bro. I'm going to send you to this cool island. They'll take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, maybe one of the gods saved him and Mm -hmm. sent him to Themyscira to get healed by the healing powers of the Purple Ray. Um, And yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. Um, I wish I knew any lyrics from the song Purple Rain, but they're not coming to me. <laughs> uh, or it could not be him. What if uh, it's not him? What if it's so, so, someone masquerading as him, trying to get to Wonder Woman? We also know that Maxwell Lord is in, in this film. He's, he, I, he's, I think he's going to be the main Don't say we uh, know this, because like, well, I've never heard this name before in is. my life. Is this a man who designs watches? Who is this? Uh, you saw him in the trailer. Let's see. Who's I, he played by? He wasn't Maxwell labeled. Lord. I don't know his name. Wonder Woman. They didn't name him in that thing, I don't think. Um, is it Pedro Pascal? Who's Playing him? Yeah. Pedro Pascal, oh. the Mandalorian himself. Ah. Is that right? Younger than baby. Whoa, what happened to this thing? Um, yeah, so he's playing a character named Maxwell Lord. Uh, and he's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur in the comics. Uh, he was introduced in a series called Justice League International. Uh, in which this is after Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, the Justice League kind of continues for a bit, but it's not going too well. Uh, Aquaman is eventually left in charge of the Justice League. No one likes Aquaman. <laughs> he steps down, and then it's all Martian Man. <sighs> Hunter. I trust Martian Manhunter way more than I trust Aquaman. Yeah, but and and so he, Aquaman was like, "Fine, I've had enough," and then it gets left to Martian Manhunter, and Martian Manhunter is left to pick up all the pieces, and it's no one that it, it's like Martian Manhunter, Vixen vibe, uh, like uh, it's, two, two tumbleweeds. Yeah, and so one he's moth. like, "All right, we're disbanding the Justice League." Then there's this event that happens, and that causes the Justice League to kind of reform. They're like, hey, I, I guess we do actually need a Justice League here. Uh, and then shortly after that is when Maxwell Lord steps in, and he starts kind of pulling puppet strings and making certain things happen and making it look like the Justice League need to save the day because he actually mm. hired uh, villains to go attack certain things. And uh, like it's, he's, he's, he has schemes and he's conniving, but he schemes. does Conniv- actually want to do These some These are all good powerful things. keywords for me, schemes yes. and conniving. So he he could somehow be manipulating things because he sees Wonder Mm. Woman as a way for him to get more power or something. So he's like, hey, she was in love with Steve Trevor. Maybe I can do something to make it look like he's back. Who knows? Mm -hmm. 
We'll see. I'm excited about that one, though. This looks fun. I like what DC has been doing recently with, like, I don't know, kind of mixing it up with their films, and all of them are pretty different from each other. I really dug Shazam. Like, looking back on 2019, Shazam, I think, is one of my favorite movies I saw. Maybe not super high, but, like, Shazam can make the top five. I I saw a lot of movies this year. Shazam, check it out this month for the holiday season. Shazam, a Christmas movie. Yeah, and we also have an episode of the Reactor Core on that There's for all your so many episodes needs. of the Reactor Core you can Wonderful go back and needs. listen to. We've been bringing this one up a lot lately today. Um, how about the Ghostbusters trailer? The last trailer I think we'll talk about. Is I I yeah. dug this. Like I I think I was aware that there was going to be another movie in the Ghostbusters. I had no idea. I'd been hearing talk about it for a long time, but it wasn't until I saw like the official trailer from whatever studio it is that put it out that I'm like, oh, I had no idea it had gotten oh, it's, this it's far. Happening. Yeah. Like I thought this was still being scripted somewhere. I didn't know like, oh, they shot most of it already. So I was surprised, but I, I was pleasantly surprised. Like this looks, I, really I like the, liked it. Yes. Yes. I'm not even a big Ghostbusters fan and i didn't see the 2016 one i heard that one was not really good at all uh, i liked it but this seems to be picking up from like it's t- taking one and two and this is a yeah. sequel to two so yes all the uh, other ghostbusters films are c- kind of getting like yeah those didn't happen <laughs> yeah, the real Ghostbusters is now in Ghostbusters Legends canon. Yeah. But I what I like about this is that they are utilizing the sad passing of Missouri homeboy Harold Ramis. Mm-hmm. Uh but they are using it like for something in the narrative. Like I think I mentioned in Discord, which is a very serious like <laughs> like all the other reactions are like, "Wow, cool. I'm so excited for this." And I'm like, you know, I really appreciate that the series about ghosts is really taking a serious look at loss and legacy after somebody dies. <laughs> and I am really, I think that's a topic like that's an aspect of ghosts that they have not really touched on. What happens to a family when s- somebody important is gone? We're not looking at the ghost part. We're just looking yeah. at the a person is dead part. Yeah, I, I, I think you can even take that metaphor and use it on the ghostbusters itself like they tried in 2016 but ghostbusters has kind of been dead and gone for a while like what is the Mm -hmm. legacy of the ghostbusters now Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah i i i'm super stoked about this way this I looks like, really solid i like the creative choices yeah. of not focusing on comedy at least within this trailer yeah uh and also not using the theme song yes another bold choice yeah i like that's oddly one of the things that gives me confidence that they are gonna do this movie justice that like Mm -hmm. they have so much faith in the movie itself that they don't need to play on the nostalgia of (laughs) right like they don't need that they're like it's good enough on its 
own. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And at least what they wanted to showcase in the trailer did not need that or fit that. There could very well be a spot within the movie where that does fit. But like for this little section where they're like, well, mostly it's like this kind of spooky coming of age story where Finn Wolfhard moves into an old farmhouse that Egon used to have. God, I just got out of Stranger Things and now I'm in this house and it's filled with ghosts. And there was a clown in the last neighborhood god damn it i also saw a trailer for some movie he's in that's like nanny babysits spooky children and like i gotta hand it to this kid that he's like this is my favorite genre this is what i'm fascinated by and i love to work in this is Is what i'm doing or is he getting typecasted i i think i've heard him say like he really is into like horror and supernatural and sci-fi stuff okay Oh, this seems then. like he's this seems like he's like, you know, he's steering the wheel. He's like, I want to please don't put me in like a love Simon or like, I don't know. That was just the only like <laughs> recent plain teen movie I could think of. What like a book smart or something like that or like sure. a what are other movies that just have normal teens doing normal teen things and nothing is spooky. I don't, like a high school musical, runner. the musical, the series. As far as I know, there's nothing <laughs> supernatural that happens in that, but I could be surprised. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, Let's see. Christmas. Christmas. Right around the corner. Kyle, I have a question for you, and this is a yes. serious question, and you're going to take it like a joke. I know you are. So put that up on the shelf, wrap it up, put it up there next to the elf. Take this not, no innuendo, take this at face value, please. Are you, or have you ever been a naughty boy? <laughs> put it up on the shelf next to the elf, Kyle. That's, That's the title. Answer. <laughs> this one. Have you ever been a naughty boy? <laughs> what? Tell me. Uh, Like, are, are, are you... Looking for something specific? Like, have I gotten in trouble with cops? <laughs> have I done, like... Wh- See, this this That's is what has been... Every year this gets on my mind. Because you go out in the stores and you look at Christmas merchandise. Like stockings or ornaments or like a little towel or a throw pillow or a, a novelty t-shirt or a coffee mug. Any general Christmas merchandise. And it's all like... Well, Santa, I tried. Or Santa, just eat these cookies. Ignore the list. Like, it's all framed like the person displaying this item is on the naughty list. There is nothing indicating that the person is on the nice list. I think that is reserved only maybe for, like, little kids' clothing. Like, you know, nice baby might be written on a baby onesie, but an adult... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You need to sell baby onesies. <laughs> Just say nice baby. This also fits your Yoda. Nice baby. <laughs> nice baby. But you understand? Like, I feel like the only clothing that gets that kind of genuine, sincere, like, I am good quality to it is clothing for a baby or toddler. After that, it's like, yep, I'm a hellion. What are you going to do about it? Like, there is no merchandise (laughs) framed as if the person is on the nice list. There's nothing that says, like, I think I really did it this year. Nice list, here I come. Like, every, why is this the default setting for Christmas merchandise across the board? 
Yeah, we're getting bad. Who is proud of being an asshole? There, like, people don't believe there is a single person. Because I am. Every year, I try. I try really hard. I try and be good. And I would like to have something that reflects, even if it's a silly novelty coffee mug shaped like a snowman head that says, I was nice this year. I did it. You can do it too. Like, there's no... Year after year after year, there is nothing that's like, occasionally you'll see something that's like, I'll try harder next year. But the next year, it's not like, I did try harder. Santa, I think I've done it. (laughs) What? There's nothing. There's nothing out there. And this seems so like pessimistic and cynical. Like, can we have something that believes in a better world? Can we have nice list merchandise, please? Okay, I'm putting on conspiracy hat. Oh, okay. Okay. Christmas is this like weird Christian holiday that they took from the pagans and it's a whole weird thing and they're always like, hey, the the tis the season. And tis. they're always like Jesus is the meaning for the season or whatever. Like you're supposed mm-hmm. to be nice. You're supposed to be all, all that stuff. But I think Sure deep down there's so many people that try to claim this as like a christian holiday that Mm -hmm. there is this okay well if we're putting christian ideology on that they believe we're all sinners so like by default we're all on the naughty list i don't know that's not the like, the, he came down, he was born in all this hay, and the whole point of him was like, I forgive y'all. Y'all are pretty good. Let's be friends. Hi, my name is Jesus. You may know my father. <laughs> as far as I've been made aware, I think that's how he goes. The whole point of him is is forgiveness. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I... I, I it's one of those things I I I feel like you just get to a certain age and you just give up. You're just like, well, I think I'm an asshole. There's a difference between Poe bodies nerfed and I am given up and I will never try to be remotely good again. Like there's something so like there's it's okay to like accept we have flaws and we try and we felt falter sometimes, but like. Year after year, every product is like, I screwed up. Ignore that. Just give me stuff. <laughs> like, there's so I, many. It's so true, though. I'm no, just there's like, man, so I many really facets. Up this year. <laughs> there's so many facets. Like, there is no Christmas item out there to celebrate the person that tried and did it. Who you believe. Like, let's say, oh, your, your mom's had a hard year. You, you're like, oh, I, my mom's had a hard year. I want to get her something to support her, and she loves Christmas. I'm going to go get her a Christmas thing. And everything's like, mm, 100% naughty girl. Or, you know, like, uh, the, I tried. Or, you know, naughty list, here I come. And you're like, but I, I want to show a statement of support of you did it, of you are a good person, of <laughs> I believe in you. And no, you're you're good. You did it. Nice list. You're on my own nice well, listen, list. There's here's no the thing. More- you can do that. You can be like, "Hey, you made my nice list," and and just I just give I just have to go nice to Redbubble myself. But Santa, Santa thinks you're all naughty boys. 
and girls. Santa thinks you're all assholes. I don't believe in this. I believe in like he takes a fair egalitarian look down at the list, you know, all the way from you know from Amelia all the way down to Zelda. He you looks know at every I'm on name. The naughty list though. Mm-hmm. One year, as a joke, I got my friend two presents. I forget what the actual gift that I got him was, uh, but. The first gift that I gave him was in this box, and he opened it up, and it was a gift-packaged lump of coal with, yeah. like, an info card of, like, this is coal. It comes from <laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> here at this mine and all of that stuff. And he was just like, what? what the fuck is this? I was like, I'm just kidding. Here's your actual gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's the stuff that... I, I, I do. <laughs> I see. I try and be good, and there's nothing out there. Like you know, maybe it's weird to buy it for yourself. Would I buy a nice list item for myself? No, I don't think th- that's ego wise murky waters for me. But like, if I wanted like to buy something for somebody they, they who's like, like sex, <laughs> it's like you really help me out, and I think it's the time to stop and appreciate you. Like. I think you are a world-class person. What do I got? What? I just have like a, I don't know, like a reindeer and he looks mad. <laughs> and, it, and he says like bad boy on him. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Christmas is wild. Do, do, does your family still do gifts and stuff like that or are you guys kind of past that this no we still give gifts for each other but this is the first year that my parents were like kids you really don't worry about it and i think it's because they have been like remodeling their kitchens they had to tear like everything out of there and their house is a absolute mess because there are so few places where anything can be put yeah and i bet they're like don't give us any things, please. Don't even give us a gift card. We'll lose the gift card. We don't know where anything is. Like, don't. We're good. We're good this year. And like one of my brothers just asked for like, I want to buy this jacket. Do you want to give me some cash to help pay for the jacket? I'm like, okay, that sounds fair. It's like, I think I have fewer it like works. actual gifts this year, but we do. We give stuff, especially because, you know, we got my niece. She's three years old. That's a great time. If you oh, got yeah. a kid in the family, you are all about gifts. Because you got to give the kid gifts because it's cute and fun. But then also you're like, well, she can't be the only one getting gifts. That's a weird power balance. All the adults also have to get stuff. Candy yeah. bars. I, I did legitimately buy my sister-in-law socks, but they're Bombas socks. Bombas? Okay. I That's the best sock you can get. Bombas? Well, I've, I've not put them on. I don't have any for myself, but they came in the package for her and they look fantastic these short socks look sorry (laughs) no i'm just saying like these sure look like everything they say to me on the old commercials on the black tapes (laughs) bombas socks uh speaking of socks i've i've slowly been a good podcast listener and have been uh like transferring all of my underwear to me uh, undies how's this going 
uh, good so far, except okay. for their socks. I started buying their socks too, and I've started like so, 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 so switching all of my socks to me uh, undies socks. Me feetsies. Uh, and oh yeah, Sam, I would love me undies to sponsor us. Um, yes, but they i don't know if they stopped selling the ones that i bought or they just ran out and haven't restocked them in like three months oh uh, but i only wear ankle socks and i really like the ones that they have because they have this like extra tab on the back that like yes adds a little bit more protection for your like a Achilles. Right. So oh like yeah. You're, you're, so like so a gorgon doesn't get you. Yeah. So your like shoe won't r- rub in the back of your. your, your <laughs> yeah, your foot you and won't stuff lead like to the fall of Troy. Yeah, protect and I'm like Achilles. This is this is per- perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they just haven't been selling them for the past like huh. three months, and I'm so upset. Come on, me undies. Mundies. You stock your socks. Try a Bombas. I've not, since I bought these as a gift, I cannot wear them. That's wildly a bad choice. But to actually just, just hold them in my hands. Good. Good on hands. Good on hands. <laughs> this is my... Socks. Good on hands. <laughs> Try a puppet today. Uh, so I saw a couple headlines this uh-huh. week in the news that just made me laugh. These are it's great good to headlines. Laugh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the first one I saw, this first one comes from Pink News. Not sure how credible uh, this is, but this article is written by Emma Powis Maurice, I believe is how you say their name. It says, Mafia drops ban on homosexuality after discovering mob boss's son is a fabulous drag queen. I love this. The mafia is gay now. Not just regular. He's very, very good at it. Yeah, he's a fabulous drag queen. (laughs) Truly exemplary at his his field. Top gun skills. And this is the Italian... Mafia has opened its doors to gay men for the first time after it emerged that a mob boss's son is living as a fabulous drag queen. Uh, Yeah. Wild. What I I like about this article is that it's like a mafia investigator like found this out and revealed it to the news. I like that whoever this is, their job is to like, you know, do some sort of legal law enforcement thing, but they're like, oh, this is kind of nice. Hey, everyone, you need to pick yeah. me up today? Mafia's, you know, a little bit more welcoming. Hey. Still a mafia, but a little more welcoming. You're waiting in line to get your coffee. I don't mean to bother you, but did you hear? The mafia is gay now. It's great. Enjoy your day. This does sound like... The beginning of a fantastic movie. I don't know who would be in it, but... It sounds like the start of a musical. Oh, it does! <laughs> or, 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 like, 
end of the first act of a musical. <laughs> I do. Oh, oh! I hope this does come to Broadway. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, so that was headline number one. Yes. Headline number two. Thousands of penis fish wash up on a North California beach. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, this is wild. So, I, so the- I did not know what this was and i was just like that's a weird headline and i looked at it and i saw a picture and oh my god don't look at pictures <laughs> so it, in the interest of scientific accuracy these are creatures called innkeeper worms they are about like yes. how long are they like five inches i mean i was gonna say nine but you know <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said five inches so derisively. But, you know, they're about that long. They're about the thickness you would imagine. They're about the the color palette you might imagine. They're kind of... All the shapes and sizes you would think of when you think of Kind of pinkish, kind of purple, kind of bulbous (laughs) at some points. They they got the look. They got the look. But I gotta say, like, they... I understand why they're called... Okay, so you know how everybody's like Italy is shaped like a boot, but there is no boot shaped like Italy? Yeah. <laughs> these look like a penis, but like, I ain't never seen a penis that looks like these. <laughs> and again, I don't need to be erisive. It takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. And, yeah. You know, every penis in the world is important. Please let us all join hands. Let us all connect hands across America. We are here to say every penis important, good, valuable. I'm looking at these. If these are the ones you've experienced in your life, like there's a whole wide world of other better ones out there. And I, if you want to be on a journey to find one, I believe in you and you can do it. There's a whole wide world out there of better penises than the penis fish. So this, this I'm looking at an article from the LA Times. And again, you probably don't want to open it up at work because they, they really do look Unless like you work in like a, a fish of office. Penises, or yeah, you like work at a sex shop or something. Uh, but this is written by Hannah Fry. Uh, and... The start of it says a phallic looking phenomenon took over a north, a northern California beach last week after a strong storm uncovered thousands of fat innkeeper worms, colloquially known as penis fish, leaving them stranded on the sand. Photographer David Ford was walking along Drake's Beach in Marin County on December 6th with his camera when he noticed a massive flock of seagulls that appeared to be munching on something on the shore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Let's see. Sam says something about the socks. She found the socks. If if they're what I think they are... (laughs) 
Yes, those are the socks. I'm buying those ones. They've ran out of my size. They like oh. only have small ones. Oh. And so it won't show up on the thing. Uh but yeah. Um <laughs> These things just made me laugh. Yeah. They, I <laughs> This was a good it, week when you see stuff yeah. like this on the yeah, internet. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, I'm I'm happy to know of penis news. <laughs> this week in penis news. <laughs> Breaking news on on penis world. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> thousands, thousands of penises, I say. <laughs> Every newscaster sounds like the guy who, who announces pro-bending in Legend of Korra. It's all that guy. Whatever happened to that accent? Like, I want m m more sports stuff, like, <laughs> commentated <laughs> so, with that accent. Could, so somebody's just talking about, like, the World Cup or whatever, and it's like... Well, Rodolfo. And there he goes. He hits the he hits the mat. It goes. He's on third. He's going, and it's gone. J -j -j well, <laughs> it's, we should do this so for um, we should do this for uh, esports, especially if they are playing. Yeah. I don't know if all video games qualify for esports. I don't know what is no. an esports game or what isn't. But if you're doing something old fashioned like a Bioshock Infinite, it's right there in Not front of e you. Esport, but sure. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe we're just not trying esports hard enough. Anything's an eSport. <laughs> Welcome to professional Tetris. <laughs> I mean, Tetris 99 could be an eSport. E e e e e e e e yeah. But yeah. <sighs> Good week. Good week. Uh, here's an interesting question before okay. we go. I was thinking about oh. this this week. Um, do you ever think streaming services will end up putting channels on their services? Like if you're a Netflix subscriber, yeah. sometimes there's nights where you just don't know what to watch. Mm -hmm. But some, like if you also have cable or if you go to someone's house that has cable or if you're visiting family and they still have cable or something like that mm -hmm. sometimes just watch what's on mm -hmm. that's it like you just like watch well, what it's happens on, so yeah. i'm gonna watch it yeah like do you think netflix would ever do something like that like hey we are introducing three channels a adult centric one a teen centric one and a ch children's centric one and we're just we're gonna have we're just gonna put stuff on there randomly or and it's know. just like constantly I, playing i i would enjoy a shuffle feature where it's like Okay, here are a bunch of different, like, I love cooking. I love cooking and baking shows. I would love if I could hit a button on Netflix and it's like, we have made for you a randomized playlist. Yeah. Here's a sugar rush. Here's a Zumbo's just desserts. Here's a, here's a nailed it. Here's some great British baking show. All kinds of stuff. We just made yeah. you a randomized playlist. This will play for you in the background all day while you frost or, cookies. Or like, 
one based off of the stuff that you've liked in oh in Pandora. We're just <laughs> we just want Netflix Pandora. Yeah, basically. Like, hey, here's here's a channel that we made based off the stuff we know you like. We're just going to go for it. Something will be on you will probably like. And if not, it'll be good enough to, to just watch and have <laughs> on in the back. Go, 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 go around. Good enough. Yeah. I mean, like, is, is, that, is that something you think would <sighs> take off? Ah. If they made one, I think I'd, I'd probably try it. And now I do have cable. I don't pay for it. It was like a free bonus thing. Like my apartment sure. complex just has a deal with Charter. You just get some free cable for living here, which is mysterious, but I don't look into it. I was happy to have like food some network. Special deal. Yeah. Right, HGTV like, that I can watch. Yeah. I I do put it on. I think that might take away the last magic of TV, which is just wandering in and finding anything. Like, this is like that quaint charm of being in a hotel room, you know? In some, <laughs> like, very up-to-date cutting-edge hotels might have, like, here's, like, a, a Roku or something in there yeah. where you could get, like, a Netflix or an smart, Amazon Prime or whatever. But, like, TVs. there's something magic about, like, oh, I just have the TV, I'm just going to wander in, see what I find. I'm going to watch half a rerun of The Nanny. You know, I'm yeah. going to I'm going to see what's on QVC nowadays and then I'm just <laughs> going to watch like our diners drive-ins and dives like the world is my oyster. Like I I think something like that would be really neat for them mm -hmm. to do. I I I don't know if they necessarily need more than one channel. I, who know? Like I, I don't here's, want them to, to be like, here's our crime channel, here's our cartoon channel, here's our this channel. Just like, just one. Something is on. You can put this in on in the back go, go around because, uh, like I, 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 I don't know about you, but if I'm watching a show, I have shows that like, I need like a half an hour show. I need yeah. an hour long show, and I need something that I can just put on in the back go around that i don't need to pay attention to and then depending yeah. on my mood i'm like i want to watch the half an hour long show or mm -hmm. i want to binge the hour long one or just like i'm gonna play video games on my switch and put cartoons on in the background yeah yeah some cartoons i the thing about that i like about tv is that there are no like, there's nothing about it that is reacting to you. It is entirely its own immutable thing, and you just have to find, you have to work and find something. And it might not be what you would pick, but like, you'll land on it. You'll, you will have to find your own charm in it. You know, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to walk up the hill. I'm going to walk up the hill. I'm going to, this feels like a very old fashioned thing. Like, we had to make our own fun. We had a stick and a hoop. <laughs> but like, I don't think I would. Like, it, a channel based on my, you know, algorithmic readings, you know, that would be great. But also, like, no, I just want to, I just want to wander into something. Something that just is there. Like, this law of the universe. Like, this episode of, this rerun of House is on at this time. And anybody could be tuning into this rerun of House. We're not yeah. reacting to you. We're not giving you bones instead of House because we think you'll like 
bones better. It's like, okay, everybody, that could work too, there's just one like, episode of House you have to pick from. There's one. Nobody can change yeah. it. It's locked in. Yeah, I mean, something like that would work as, well, because if it's something that everyone can watch at the same time, that also kind of encourages conversation. Like, people will be tweeting about about, about, about it as they watch. Oh, like, I turned on the Netflix channel, and we're watching House. I've Mm -hmm. never seen House before but geez this guy sure is sick (laughs) (laughs) look at how much his leg doesn't work right (laughs) like that that could be kind of fun i don't know just something i thought about you know what's wild is my dad never watched House when it was on, but lately, like, oh, it's rerunning somewhere, and I'll turn on his DVR, and he'll have, like, all 20, 20 episodes of House recorded. And I'm like, <laughs> when were you ever interested in House? Another thing, a final tidbit. So, first of all, news update, we can't get the sinkhole. Oh, no. So my parents, they're redoing their kitchen. They bought, like, granite countertops, and my dad is like, well, you have to cut a hole out where the sink goes, right? I'm paying for the entire slab, right? You're going to give me the sink hole, right? No, apparently it doesn't cut it out. No, it doesn't cut out in one neat chunk. They have to, like, crack uh, it to get it out of the rest of the counter. Like, theoretically, if he needed a bunch of tiny chunks of granite, he could buy it, but it's not it's a like... puzzle. Just put it all <laughs> back together. It's not like the nice, neat Here's slab you was expecting. Glue. News update one. News update two. So some weeks ago, I'm at my parents' house, and a commercial for cats comes on. And my dad says, yeah, I think this looks pretty good. The the cats trailer, if you are not aware, very divisive, weird, uncanny valley stuff. The cats do look unsettling. They have human noses. None of the cats, like from scene to scene, from musical number to musical number, it seems like the cat's scale in relation to the background behind them completely changes. We can't tell how big a cat is. The cast is so wild. Why does this movie have both Ian McKellen and Jason Derulo? (laughs) Who, Who can say? So the like the, uh, the general pop culture consensus is, oh, what kind of beautiful trash fire is this thing? Yeah. So my what dad the hell is uh, this gonna be? <laughs> my dad is a musical fan, but this is not his type of musical. I don't think he's ever seen Cats. But he sees the trailer and he says sincerely, "This looks pretty good." And then the week after that, trailer comes on again. He says to my mom, "I'm telling you, Anne, this is gonna be big." I think Cats is going to make a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) And then Monday night, I'm over there. Another trailer for Cats comes on and dad says, I want to go see this one. And he says it with like gusto. My dad is a big movie buff. This one. I want to go see this one. (laughs) He's a big movie buff, but he doesn't get out (laughs) to the movie theater itself very often. I, the last movie I saw with him was Star Trek Beyond, which was in 2016. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if he's seen a movie in theaters since then. Sometimes he'll try, but he'll like, yeah, he won't get the ticket. You know, he won't like any of the seats that are available and he'll give up. They tried to see Aladdin earlier this year. Another surprising move from dad. 
I know he likes musicals, but lately he's been picking like not the musical I thought he would pick. They tried to see Aladdin, did not. But now he's like, well, hey, sincere- maybe when Gay Mafia comes out, he'll want to go see, go see <laughs> My that My dad one. would love Gay Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> so and he, sometimes he'll say like, eh, I'd like to see that one. But this is the first time he said like, I want to see this one. And do you want to see this one? And he turns to me and he's like, Melly, you want to go with me and your mom to go see cats? This and then like the whole like family, the whole family's out to dinner. He turns to, he turns to Jams and he's like, Jams, if we went to go see cats, would you also go? So he's putting this together. He's set he's on going to planning see cats. It out. I don't remember the last movie all of us went to see. It might That's have so been funny. like Age of Ultron. I don't know. Like. That's so wholesome, though. Yeah, yeah. I like that he's, like, he's so sincerely up on cats. And, like, if this was, like, a music man, a West Side Story, that's a little bit more of his brand. Mm-hmm. Cats. Cat- so, cats. Speaking of cats and yes. Star Wars. Yes. Uh, I listen to a lot of c- content from Kind of Funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a show c- called Screencast. Uh, yes. Where it's, it's their movie podcast. They talk about all sorts of movies and the trailers that come out and stuff like that and what's on Netflix and all of that stuff. Um, sometimes Gary Witta comes in to host one of their uh, uh, other yes. podcasts. Um, kind of funny games daily. If you guys don't know, Gary Witta is the creator of Book of Eli. He also wrote Rogue One, um, or he he wrote Book of Eli. I'm not sure if he's the actual creator of the thing, but still, um, yeah. So he he wrote the the Book of Eli. He wrote Rogue One, all of that stuff. They are putting on a special edition of Screencast called Screencats. <laughs> in which they are g- gonna have some big like spoiler cast of of cats when, 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 when it, it <laughs> comes gonna out we're spoil cats the most run live show in worldwide just, just history like, they're they're gonna go watch the movie and then come back and talk a bit about it like we do with the reactor core uh-huh. and stuff like that um so yeah I just thought I would share that in case you guys mm-hmm. wanted to go see uh, someone who's worked on Star Wars go talk about cats. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, well, I say we wrap things up there. It's getting yeah. a little bit late on my end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, a bit of housekeeping for you. Like I said at the start of the show, this is the final episode for 2019 we're taking the next two weeks off uh i like taking the end of the year off Mm -hmm. plus i will be out of town and i'm the one who kind of does all of the the streams and stuff like that so yeah uh we i i will be gone for the holidays uh but be on the lookout for our four-year retrospective uh we uh, hopefully are going to be finalizing details tonight 
I'm gonna talk with you about this after this, Melissa. You got it. End up recording it at the start of the year. It's probably still going to be on Saturday, maybe. I think we had tried to do the 14th, which is tomorrow night. Oh, yes. Um, But Mick couldn't make it tomorrow night. So I'm hoping to move it to the start of the year, right when I get back and all of us can be there. And it's going to be a big old celebration um, that should be fun. So be on the lookout. Or that. Um, that being said, Melissa, where can they yes. find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And we are planning a different kind of reactor core for Rise of Skywalker because you are leaving mm-hmm. to go visit your parents like Friday morning. And I have tickets 6 for 6 a.m. Fr- my flight leaves. Yeah, and I have tickets to see the movie 3 p.m. on Friday, and you're you're not lugging all this audio equipment with you across the country, so you wouldn't be able to record after you had seen it. So I, we're gonna, this is like maybe the first podcast on the Whatnots Network that will not have you in it. Yeah, which uh, in the retrospective from last year, that was my goal Finally, to not right be on an wire. episode. I was like, what? I just, I just would not be on an episode of one of the <laughs> podcast that we do. I, I don't like being in a leadership role. <laughs> that's not me. I, that's not my character. As, as talkative as I am here on these things, that's mm-hmm. not me in real life at all. <laughs> so, should yeah, be fun. I- yeah, I'm going to do it with a friend of mine. So this will be a whole new voice, a whole new world. And because I don't have the technical capabilities Kyle has, it will not be live streamed and it we'll put it on YouTube, but there won't be video. We'll find some still image for you to look at while we play the audio. Yeah, that's fine. That works. That works. Uh, be on the lookout for that stuff. You guys can find me online at yo kyle springer on twitter and instagram you guys can find us at the whatnots on twitter if you guys want to stay up to date with all of our shows uh which yes we do have multiple podcasts besides the captain's log here so make sure you guys go check out all of those you guys can find out more information on our website thewhatnots.com uh, and if you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us and toss us some pocket change uh, and get all kinds of extra stuff like early episodes, access to the live streams of the review show, exclusive content, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, and we would like to give a big shout out to our patrons at the $5 tier. We are thankful to all of our patrons, uh, but we do want to give a special shout out to Sam and Christine uh, for helping us out. Thanks for for supporting us for so long. I I think you guys have managed to stick it out for more than a year now. Wow! If I'm not mistaken. Thank you. That's awesome. Sam, you. you did it. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, that being said, this is episode seventy-seven. We will we will be back in twenty twenty with <sighs> season three. Of the captain's log. Uh, Be on the lookout for that. Till then. Bye. Bye.